to find in the morning papers It's hard to find in the magazines It doesn't matter what show you tune in It's hard to find on TV screen But it's on talk radio Truth is on talk radio We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday, the 30th of January, 2009. And continuing, we're getting down to the point of the introduction of the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, which has been the mirror group of the roundtable in England to roll us into the New World Order. The CFR membership at the start was approximately a 1,000 people in the United States. This membership included the heads of virtually every industrial empire in America, all the American-based international bankers and the heads of all their tax-free foundations. In essence, all those people would provide the capital required for anyone who wishes to run for Congress, the Senate, or the presidency. The first job of the CFR was to gain control of the press this task was given to John D. Rockefeller, who set up a number of national news magazines, such as Life and Time. He financed Samuel Newhouse to buy up and establish a chain of newspapers all across the country. And also Eugene Meyer, who would go on to buy up many publications, such as Washington Post, Newsweek, and the Weekly Magazine. The CFR also needed to get control of radio, television, and motion, motion picture industry. This task was split amongst the international bankers from Kuhn, Loeb, Goldman Sachs, the Warburgs, and the Lehmans. And you might have been told, folks, that Arab money owns Hollywood. <laughs> That's laughable. It does not. In 1925, that year's Jewish encyclopedia states of the existence of Ashkenazi Jews who represent approximately 90% of so-called world Jewry with a startling admission that the so-called enemy of the Jews, Esau, also known as Edom, see Genesis 36, 1, now actually represents the Jewish race. When on page 42 of volume 5 it is stated, Edom is in modern Jewry. So what they're basically saying is that these Ashkenazi Jews who represent 90% of the so-called Jewish population are actually Gentiles or Goyim themselves tools, ladies and gentlemen, useless or useful little tools to be discarded when they're no longer needed. In 1926, N.M. Rothschild and Sons refinanced the Underground Electric Railways Company of London Limited, which has a controlling interest in the entire London Underground transport system. In 1929, the Rothschilds crashed the United States economy by contracting the money supply. In 1930, the first Rothschild World Bank, the Bank of International Settlements, is established in Basel, Switzerland, the same place as where 33 years earlier the first ever World Zionist Congress was held. In 1933, on January 30th, Adolf Hitler becomes Chancellor of Germany. He drives Jews, many of which were communists, out of the government positions within Germany. As a result of this, in July, the Jews hold a world conference in Amsterdam 
during which time they demanded Hitler reinstate every Jew back to his former position. And, of course, Hitler refused. And as a result of this, Samuel Untermeyer, now the head of the American delegation and the president of the whole conference, the Ashkenazi Jew who had blackmailed President Wilson, returns to the United States and makes a speech on radio, which was transcribed in the New York Times on Monday, August 7th of 1933. More on Mr. Untermeyer, which he blackmailed Wilson into putting his Justice Brandeis on the Supreme Court. You ever wondered why, ladies and gentlemen, that we're talking about strict interpretation of the Constitution, somehow liberal and conservative becomes an issue in law? Why is that? It's political, and it shouldn't be. With recent international flight from the dollar, it's confusing. How to protect your wealth against this invisible loss of purchasing power? Let the Republic Trading Group help you see through the fog and deception of the fiat money masters. The fact is gold is and always has been the only insurance against the erosion of your wealth. So put the power of gold to work for you and rest assured your purchasing power is secure. Buy your gold from the most dependable and reputable dealer, Republic Trading Group. Call today, 1-800-691-7898, and let Robbie Noel help you see through the fog. When you support the Republic Trading Group, you're also supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. So visit our new and improved website today, republictradinggroup.net, for daily news and information from around the world. Don't be confused. Call Republic Trading Group today, 1-800-691-7898, and lock in the power of gold. Why continue suffering from pain, illness, and disease when natural health and wellness therapies are within your reach? Hundreds of people are reporting improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency technology. In the 1920s, research scientist Royal Raymond Rife discovered that disease organisms can be destroyed using resonant frequencies. The BioSolution Frequency Instrument uses the same technology for relief or elimination of pain and disease conditions. There are no reported side effects. Join others in discovering a return to natural health and wellness. Just don't treat the symptoms, eliminate the cause. BioSolutions has over 550 pre-programmed auto sequences for various health conditions, and it's very easy to use. Customer satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625. Once again, that number, 866-885-6625. The First Amendment in the Bill of Rights limits the government's power by ensuring the freedom of speech and preserving the rights of the people. Every day that passes, our rights gradually slip away. It's time to take a stand and let the government know we're tired of losing our rights. LibertyStickers.com will allow you to express your rights and allow millions of people to see you stand up for what you believe in. LibertyStickers.com carries the largest selection of bumper stickers online, ranging from political to humorous, and is your number one source for Ron Paul for President stickers. As always, you can find your favorite stickers that protest the war and the president. Don't see what you're looking for? Liberty Stickers will custom make stickers that will let you get your message across for all Americans to see. Go to LibertyStickers.com and see pre-made stickers that will get everyone talking. That's LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. Liberty Stickers, the world's most dangerous stickers.
Get ready for Real Talk Radio. You're listening to the National Intel Report with your host, John Statmiller. In the Monday, August 7th, 1933 speech, Mr. Untermeyer states, The Jews are the aristocrats of the world. Our campaign is the economic boycott against all German goods, shipping and services. What we are proposing is to persecute a purely defensive economic boycott that will undermine the Hitler regime and bring the German people to their senses by destroying their export trade on which their very existence depends. Each of you, Jew and Gentile alike, must refuse to deal with any merchant or shopkeeper who sells any German-made goods or who patronizes German ships or shipping. As two-thirds of Germany's food supply had to be imported and could only be imported with the proceeds of what they exported, if Germany could not export, two-thirds of Germany's population would starve as there would be not enough food for more than one-third of the population. As a result of this boycott, Jews throughout America would protest outside and damage any stores in which they found any products made in Germany printed on them, causing stores to have to dump these products or risk bankruptcy. Once the effect of this boycott began to be felt in Germany, the Germans, who had demonstrated no violence toward the Jews up to this point, simply began boycotting Jewish stores in the same way the Jews had done to stores selling German products in America. Rothschild financed IBM to supply machines to the Nazis that produced punch cards in order to organize and manage the initial identification and social expulsion of the Jews, the confiscation of their property, and their extermination. On November 16th, President Roosevelt recognizes the Zionist regime of Stalin in Russia without consultation with Congress, even as 8,000 Ukrainians march in protest in New York City. Also this year, President Roosevelt, born of a Jewish mother, therefore satisfying Ashkenazi rules of being Jewish, orders the all-seeing eye to be placed upon all new dollar bills, along with the motto, Novus Ordo Seclorum. This is Latin for a new world order of the ages. 1934, Swiss banking secrecy laws are reformed and it becomes an offense, resulting in imprisonment for any bank employee to violate bank secrecy. This is all in preparation for the Rothschild-engineered Second World War, in which, as usual, they will fund both sides. Edmund D. Rothschild dies. In 1936, with regard to the increase in anti-Semitism in Germany, Samuel Landman, at the time Secretary of the World Zionist Organization, states in his book, Great Britain, Palestine, and the Jews state the following, uh, states the following of the United States enter into World War One. The fact that it is, uh, I'm sorry, the fact that it was Jewish help that brought the USA into the war on the side of the Allies has rankled ever since in Germany, especially Nazi minds, and has contributed in no small measure to the prominence of anti-Semitism occupying in the Nazi program. In 1938, on November 7th, a Jew, Herschel Grinspan, assassinated Ernst von Rath, a minor official at a German embassy in Paris. I'm sorry, in Paris. As a result of the German hostility towards Jews in Germany, started to turn violent. 
the Rothschild's Austrian banking house in Vienna, S.M. von Rothschild und Sohn, closes following the Nazi occupation of Austria. In 1939, L. I'm sorry, I.G. Farben, the leading producer of chemicals in the world and the largest German producer of steel, dramatically increases its production. This increased production is almost exclusively used to arm Germany for the Second World War. This company was controlled by the Rothschilds and would go on to use Jews and disaffected peoples as slave, as slave labor in the camps. I.G. Farben also created the lethal Zykon D gas that was used to exterminate the Jews? Question mark there. It is forbidden to question the Holocaust to this very day. On September 1, 1939, the Second World War starts when Germany invades Poland. This was because the German leadership, who understood that Soviet Russia was led by a Rothschild-funded communists, feared that as the Soviet Union grew in strength, these Jewish communists would invade and wipe out all Christians off of the map. In 1940, Hans Jürgen Kohler, in his book, Inside the Gestapo, states the following of Maria Anna Schickelgruber, Adolf Hitler's grandmother. A little servant girl came to Vienna and became a domestic servant at the Rothschild mansion, and Hitler's unknown grandfather must probably looked for in this magnificent house. And... We shall continue here as soon as I can get this thing to cooperate. Okay. Uh, let me see. We are on part 11. Now, this is backed up by Walter Langer in his book, The Mind of Hitler, in which he states, Adolf, Adolf's father, Alois Hitler, was the illegitimate son of Maria Anna Schickelgruber. Maria Anna Schickelgruber was living in Vienna at the time, and she conceived. So there is a tie there, and one that, uh, well, Daddy Bush, the grandfather, fully enjoyed. Let me get on to the proper section here. All right. Now... The flag of Israel is unveiled. Despite tremendous opposition, the emblem on the flag is a blue-colored version of the Rothschild's red hexagram, or sign. 800,000 Arabs, with recent memory of the Deir Yassin massacre at the forefront of their minds, fled in panic. They asked for help from neighboring Arab states, but those states did not get involved as they were too, uh, they were no match, rather, for the Israelis whose up-to-date military hardware had been supplied by the Jewish Stalinist regime in Russia. Following this assault, the Jews now controlled 78% of the former Palestine, as opposed to 57% that had been given to them illegally by the United Nations. Now, the Palestinians, many of them Christians, were never paid compensation for their homes, property, and business that was stolen from them during this illegal Jewish assault. And these people ended up in slum refugee cities, of tents. Furthermore, at least half of the Palestinians in their hurry to flee left their birth certificates behind. The state of Israel then passed a law that only those who could prove citizenship were allowed to return to Israel, thus meaning these 400,000 Palestinians could not return and lost all their property they had left there. Ashkenazi Jew David Ben-Gurion 
one of the father founders of Israel and its first prime minister, candidly described Zionist aims in his diary on 21 May 1948 as follows. The Achilles heel of the Arab coalition is Lebanon. Muslim supremacy in this country is artificial and can easily be overthrown. A Christian state ought to be set up there with its southern frontier on the river Litani. We would sign a treaty of alliance with this state. Thus, when we have broken the strength of the Arab Legion and bombed Amman, we could wipe out Transjordan. After that, Syria would fall, and if Egypt still dared to make war on us, we would bomb Port Said, Alexander, and Cairo. We should thus end the war and would have put, have but paid to Egypt, Assyria, and Chaldea on behalf of our ancestors. In 1949, on October 1, Mao Zedong declares the founding of the People's Republic of China on Tiananmen Square, Beijing. Notice the date. <laughs> he is funded by the Rothschilds, created communism in Russia, and also the following Rothschild agents. Solomon Adler, a former United States Treasury official who was a Soviet spy. Israel Epstein the son of a Jewish Bolshevik imprisoned by the Tsar in Russia for trying to foment a revolution there, and Frank Coe, a leading official of the Rothschild-owned International Monetary Fund. In 1950, Israel passes their laws of return, guaranteeing every Jew worldwide the right to dwell in the state of Israel. However, the Palestinians, even though they had lived there for 1,300 years, were denied that right. John Davitt former Chief of Justice Department's Internal Security Section, notes that the Israeli Intelligence Service, in the second most active in the United States after the Soviets, and of course both Israel and the Soviet Union, are run by Ashkenazi Jewish leadership. In 1951, on April 1, the Israeli secret intelligence agency, the Mossad, which will go on to terrorize the world, is formed. The motto of the Mossad is probably the most disgusting secret service motto in the world. It is, by way of deception, thou shalt do war. In 1953, N.M. Rothschilds and Son formed the British Newfoundland Corporation, Limited, to develop 60,000 60, square miles of land in Newfoundland, Canada, which compromised a power station to harness the power of Hamilton, later renamed Churchill Falls. At the time, this was the largest construction project ever to be undertaken by a private company. In 1954, the Levon Affair, Israeli agents recruit Egyptian citizens of Jewish descent to bomb Western targets in Egypt and plant evidence to frame Arabs in an apparent attempt to upset the American-Egyptian relations. Israeli defense minister, Ashkenazi Jew, Pinhas Levon, is eventually removed from office, though many think real responsibility lay with David Ben-Gurion. In 1955, Edmund D. Rothschild founds Campagne Financière in Paris. In 1956, telephone taps were found connected to two telephones in a residence of the U.S. military attaché in Tel Aviv. We'll continue on the other side of this break.
Are you new to freeze-dried foods? These fine, easily storable foods were first developed for the U.S. space program. Today, the U.S. military and the U.S. submarine service enjoy using these products extensively. Freeze-dried foods typically maintain their high nutritional value in excess of 30 years. Why store emergency food? Keeping food on hand for emergencies protects you the same way as does insurance on your home or car. With Freeze-Dry Guy freeze-dried foods in your food reserve, you can be ready for just about any unexpected crisis. In today's turbulent times of uncertainty, global crisis, world market collapse, stock market volatility, increased frequency of natural and man-made disasters, there has never been a better time to get a survival insurance policy. Take the necessary steps to protect your family in these uncertain times. Visit freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-FOOD, 866-404-3663. We pay the freight within the lower 48 states. Take a stand for health. Life Change Tea. We ship worldwide. France, Germany, London, Australia, Finland, and more. Join the thousands that are making the step for a healthy body. Flush out toxins. Lower blood sugar levels. Annihilate acid reflux. Lose weight. You can do it. It's time for change. It's time for health. Grab life. Turn from death. The chemicals in the air will only get worse. Clean your body now with Life Change Tea. Order online. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Or call us. Friendly operators are standing by. 928-308-0408. You've heard it. 928-308-0408. GetTheTea.com. It works. With recent international flight from the dollar, it's confusing. How to protect your wealth against this invisible loss of purchasing power? Let the Republic Trading Group help you see through the fog and deception of the fiat money masters. The fact is gold is and always has been the only insurance against the erosion of your wealth. So put the power of gold to work for you and rest assured your purchasing power is secure. Buy your gold from the most dependable and reputable dealer, Republic Trading Group. Call today, 1-800-691-7898, and let Robbie Noel help you see through the fog. When you support the Republic Trading Group, you're also supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. So visit our new and improved website today, republictradinggroup.net, for daily news and information from around the world. Don't be confused. Call Republic Trading Group today, 1-800-691-7898, and lock in the power of gold. All right, we're back. Frederick Morton publishes his book, The Rothschilds, in which he states, though they control scores of industrial, commercial, mining, and tourist corporations, not one bears the name Rothschild. Being private partnerships, the family houses never need to and never do publish a single public balance sheet or any other report of their financial condition. This attitude reveals the true aim of the Rothschilds, they want to eliminate all competition and create their own worldwide monopoly. In 1962, de Rothschild-Ferez establishes iMetal as an umbrella company for all their mineral mining interest. 1963, on June 4th, President John F. Kennedy, the 35th President of the United States, 
signs Executive Order 11110, which returned to the U.S. government the power to issue currency without going through the Rothschilds' owned Federal Reserve. Less than six months later, on November 22nd, President Kennedy is assassinated by the Rothschilds for the same reason as they assassinated President Abraham Lincoln in 1865. Lincoln wanted to print American money for the American people and not for the benefit of the money-grabbing, warmongering foreign elite. This executive order, 11110, is rescinded by President Lyndon Baines Johnson on Air Force One from Dallas to Washington the same day as Kennedy was assassinated. Another and probably the primary reason, and I would disagree with this would be the primary, could be, for Kennedy's assassination is the fact that he made it quite clear to Israeli Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion that under no circumstances would he agree to Israel becoming a nuclear state. If you've ever been to Daly Plaza, ladies and gentlemen, you will realize that this was a Masonic murder. They literally marched him up the side of the pyramid to slow his presidential limousine down to gun him down. If anybody has ever been to Dealey Plaza, they will recognize that the president only had about 100, 150 yards to go. He would have been gone to the airport and back in Washington, D.C. But in Dealey Plaza, that is a shrine to the Masonic organization, complete with reflecting pool. Ah, they do like their telltale signs, don't they? For only eyes that can see, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Only by the eyes that can see. The Israeli newspaper Haaretz states on February 5th of 1999 in a review of Abner Cohen's book, Israel and the Bomb, the following. The murder of American President John F. Kennedy brought to an abrupt end the massive pressure being applied by the U.S. administration on the government of Israel to discontinue the nuclear program. The book implied that had Kennedy remained alive, it is doubtful whether Israel would today have a nuclear option. Edmund D. Rothschild establishes Le Campaign Finance, uh, financier Edmund D. Rothschild in Switzerland as a venture capital house. This later develops into an investment bank and asset management company with many affiliates. He also marries his wife, Nadine, and they have a son, Benjamin D. Rothschild. Richard Smith, the owner of Milko, is indicted on charges of smuggling nuclear timing devices to Israel. N.M. Rothschild and Sons advise the British government on the privatization of both British gas. They subsequently advise the British government on virtually all of their other privatizations of state-owned assets, including British Steel, British Coal, all the British Regional Electricity Boards, and all the British Regional Water Boards. A British MP heavily involved in these privatizations is future Chancellor of the Exchequer, Norman Lamont, a former Rothschild banker. In 1986, Mordecai Venunu, from 1976 to 1985, a technician at Demona, 
Israel's nuclear installation, discovers that the plant was secretly producing nuclear weapons. His conscience made him speak out, and in 1986 he provided the London Sunday Times with the facts and photos they used to tell the world about Israel's nuclear weapons program. His evidence showed that Israel had stockpiled up to 200 nuclear warheads with no debate or authorization from its own citizens. On September 30, 1986, Vanunu was lured from London to Rome, where he was kidnapped, drugged, and shipped off to Israel. After a secret trial, he was sentenced to 18 years for treason and espionage, though he had received no payment and had communicated with no foreign power. He goes on to be held in complete isolation for 11 years and was only allowed occasional visits from his family, a lawyer, and a priest, which were conducted through a metal screen. Although Venunu completes his sentence, the Israeli government continues to hold him against his will. In 1987, Edmund D. Rothschild creates the World Conservation Bank, which is designed to transfer debts from third world countries to this bank, and in return those countries would give land to this bank. This is designed so that the Rothschilds can gain control of the third world, which represents 30% of the land surface of the earth. We'll take a break here, return. I should be able to finish up this segment on today's broadcast. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. With recent international flight from the dollar, it's confusing how to protect your wealth against this invisible loss of purchasing power. Let the Republic Trading Group help you see through the fog and deception of the fiat money masters. The fact is gold is and always has been the only insurance against the erosion of your wealth. So put the power of gold to work for you and rest assured your purchasing power is secure. Buy your gold from the most dependable and reputable dealer, Republic Trading Group. Call today, 1-800-691-7898, and let Robbie Noel help you see through the fog. When you support the Republic Trading Group, you're also supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. So visit our new and improved website today, republictradinggroup.net, for daily news and information from around the world. Don't be confused. Call Republic Trading Group today, 1-800-691-7898, and lock in the power of gold. With financial uncertainty circling the globe due to job losses, decline in the housing market, a climate of corruption, bailouts, currency rigging, and unfair competition, many are once more turning to precious metals as the only hedge against the uncertainty of the future. With the U.S. House conducting hearings on proposals to confiscate workers' personal retirement accounts, including 401Ks and IRAs, this is the time to secure your assets. Call Republic Trading Group today, 800-691-7898 before this happens 
and find out how easy it is to convert your existing IRA and in some instances your 401k plan into real wealth now. Don't let the ravages of hyperinflation caused by the massive increase of fiat currency now flooding world markets affect your retirement account. Call RTG at 800-691-7898 and experience the security and peace of mind that only real gold and silver can offer. That number again is 800-691-7898. Call now. With recent international flight from the dollar, it's confusing. How to protect your wealth against this invisible loss of purchasing power? Let the Republic Trading Group help you see through the fog and deception of the fiat money masters. The fact is, gold is and always has been the only insurance against the erosion of your wealth. So put the power of gold to work for you and rest assured your purchasing power is secure. Buy your gold from the most dependable and reputable dealer, Republic Trading Group. Call today, 1-800-691-7898, and let Robbie Noel help you see through the fog. When you support the Republic Trading Group, you're also supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. So visit our new and improved website today, republictradinggroup.net, for daily news and information from around the world. Don't be confused. Call Republic Trading Group today, 1-800-691-7898, and lock in the power of gold. You're tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show. On April 24th, the Wall Street Journal reveals the role of Israel in the Iran-Contra scandal won't be explored in detail by any panels. And at the time, on Time magazine, there was a... uh, The print that says, I was authorized to do everything that I did. And that was the key figure that went on to have his own radio program, and I won't even grace the airways by even repeating the slum, slimeball's name. In 1988, the ADL initiate, uh, initiate rather a nationwide competition for law students to draft anti-hate legislation for minority groups. This competition is won by a man named Joseph Ribikoff, whose thesis proposes that not only must hate-motivated violence be banned, but also any words must be criminalized, which causes stimulation, suspicion, friction, hate, and possibly violence. This ADL prize-winning paper suggests that not only should state agencies monitor and restrict free speech in general, but they should also censor all films that criticize identifiable groups. Furthermore, Even if a person making the statement can't justify it, for example, Christians criticizing homosexuality because the Bible expressly forbids it, Ribikoff asserts that the truth is to be no deference in court. The only proof a court will need in order to secure a conviction of hate speech is that something has been said, and a minority group or member of such group has felt emotionally damaged as a result of such criticism. Therefore, under these proposals, which the ADL will have forced into law all over the world in less than 15 years, Jesus Christ would have been arrested as a hate criminal. The law is designed to protect the Rothschild conspiracy from being revealed in that if you criticize the Rothschild's criminal cabal, you will be targeted as anti-Semitic and thus risk imprisonment. 
Many revolutions happened in 1989, most of them involving the overthrow of their respective communist governments and the replacement of them with republics. Thus, the hold the communists had over Eastern Europe becomes very weak, eventually as a result of perestroika and glasnost. Communism collapses not only in Soviet Union, but in Eastern Europe as well. And as it should, and my contention about this is, folks, that uh, the big bad Soviet states had run their useful course. Because as I've said before, communism does not work. The idea that everybody is allotted equally and then nobody produces. There's no incentive per, to produce. This was the problem with the Puritans when they first hit America. It was a commune, a communist setup. Socialism is a better thing, that you control everybody's moves, that you see everything that everybody is doing. You create gigantic social programs of which your wealth is distributed. That works much better, because at least you have the illusion of earning the money before it's stolen from you. In Russia, the Republican government takes a step to end the power of the Communist Party by suspending and banning the party and seizing all their property. Yeltsin's wife is the daughter of Joseph Stalin's marriage to Rosa Kagnovich. This symbolized the fall of communism in Russia and resulted in the start of mass exodus of 700,000 Jews from the Soviet, former Soviet Union to Israel. On November 24th of 1989, there's a report that if a speech in Hadam an Israeli journal that the Israeli deputy foreign minister and Ashkenazi Jew Benjamin Netanyahu gave to students at Bar Alan University. Benjamin Netanyahu states, Israel should have exploited the repression of the demonstrations in China when world attention focused on that country to carry out mass expulsions among the Arabs of the territories. In 1991, following the Iraqi invasion of Kuwait on August 2, 1990, on January 16th of that year, the United States and Britain began an aerial bombing campaign of targets within Iraq. On 24 February, the ground campaign commences, which lasts about 100 hours until February 28th, when a horrendous war crime occurs. This crime is the slaughter of 150,000 Iraqi troops with fuel air bombs. These Iraqis were fleeing on a crowded highway from Kuwait to Basra, President George Herbert Walker Bush ordered the United States military af uh, aircraft and ground units to kill these surrendering troops when they were bulldozed and amassed unmarked graves in the desert, some of them still alive. And Saddam Hussein, ladies and gentlemen, was set up on this deal because there was a deal between then-President Herbert Walker Bush they discovered that in Kuwait they were slant drilling into Iraq and taking their oil. Well, the deal was that uh, Saddam was to take the northern part of Kuwait and leave the southern half alone. Saddam stepped on that deal and took all of Kuwait. President Bush then ordered the cessation of hostilities. What was the significance of this slaughter and President Bush declaring the war on this day? Well, it was the day of the day of Purim that fell on that year. This is the day when the Jews celebrate their victory over ancient Babylon, which is now based within the borders of Iraq, and a day when the Jews are encouraged to get bloody revenge against their perceived enemies. At the Bilderberg Conference on June 6th to the 9th of that year in Baden-Baden, Germany, 
David Rockefeller, a Rothschild, makes the following statement. We are grateful to the Washington Post, the New York Times, Time Magazine, and other great publications whose directors have attended our meetings and respected their promise of discretion for almost 40 years. It would have been impossible for us to develop our plan for the world if we had been subjected to the lights of publicity during those years. But the world is now more sophisticated and prepared to march toward a world government, the supranational sovereignty of an intellectual elite and the world's bankers is surely preferable to the national auto-determination practiced in past centuries. Amazing. Just simply amazing. Stephen Bryan caught offering confidential documents to Israel in 1978 is found to be serving on the board of the pro-Israeli Jewish Institute for National Security. While continuing as a paid consultant with security clearance on exports of sensitive U.S. technologies. The Samson option by Seymour M. Hirsch reports illicitly obtained intelligence was flying so voluminously from LACAM, that's the secret Israeli intelligence unit, a Hebrew acronym for Scientific Liaison Bureau, into Israeli intelligence that a special code named JUMBO was added to the security markings already on the documents. There were strict orders. Ari Ben Minash recalled anything marked JUMBO was not supposed to be discussed with your American counterparts. The Wall Street Journal reports that Israeli agents apparently tried to steal Recon Optical Inc.'s top-secret airborne spy camera system. On September 16th, Britain's pound collapses when currency speculators led by Rothschild agent Ashkenazi Jew George Soros Soros borrow pounds and sells them for Deutschmarks in the expectation of being able to repay the loan in devalued currency and to pocket the difference. This results in British Chancellor of the Exchequer, Norman Lamont, announcing a rise in interest rates of 5% in one day. This drives Britain into a recession, which lasts many years, as large numbers of businesses fail and the housing market collapses. This is right on cue for the Rothschilds after they had privatized Britain's state-owned assets during the 1980s, driven the share price up and then collapsed the market so they could buy them up for pennies on the pound. A carbon copy of what Nathan Mayer Rothschild did to the British economy 180 years before and in 1812. It cannot be overstated that the Chancellor of Exchequer at the time, Norman Lamont, prior to becoming an MP, was a merchant banker with N.M. Rothschilds and Sons, who he joined after reading economics at Cambridge University. In 1993, Norman Lamont leaves the British government to return to N.M. Rothschild and Sons as director after his mission to collapse the British economy to profit the Rothschilds is accomplished. Former Congressman Paul Finley publishes his seminal book, Deliberate Deceptions, Facing the Facts About the U.S.-Israeli Relationship. In his book, he lists the 65 United Nations member resolutions against Israel from the period of 1955 to 1992, and the 30 United States vetoes on Israel's behalf, which is not 
uh, which, if not made, would have seen Israel have 95 resolutions against them at that point. No matter, even with Israel's puppet, the United States helping them terrorize others, the 65 resolutions passed against Israel are more than all resolutions passed against all other countries combined. Not that Israel cares too much about the views of the United Nations when you consider that less than two weeks after Israel's attack on the USS Liberty, an attack designed to sink the Liberty and to blame it on Egypt, promoting the USA into a war with Egypt on behalf of Israeli lies. Remember the Mossad motto, by way of deception, thou shalt do war. The Israeli foreign minister, Anna Eben, stated of the United Nations, if the General Assembly were to vote by 121 votes to one in favor of Israel, returning to the armistice lines, the June 67 borders, Israel would refuse to comply with the decision. New York Times, 19 June 67. The UN is simply another Rothschild front of international Jewry. The ADL is caught operating a massive spying operations on critics of Israel, Arab Americans, the San Francisco Labor Council, the ILWU Local 10, Oakland Educational Association, NAACP, Irish Northern Aid, International India Treaty Council, and the Asian Law Caucus, and the San Francisco Police. Data was collected and sent to Israel, in some cases to South Africa. Pressure from Jewish organizations forces the city to drop the criminal case, but the ADL settles a civil lawsuit for an undisclosed sum of cash. In 1995, the former atomic energy scientist, Dr. Kitty Little, claims that the Rothschilds now control 80% of the world's uranium supplies, which gives the Rothschilds a monopoly over nuclear power. Israel aggressively collects U.S. military and industrial technology. The report stated that Israel obtains information using ethnic targeting, financial aggrandizement, and identification and exploitation of individual frailties of U.S. citizens. In 1996, the General Accounting Office report Defense Industrial Security Weakness in U.S. Security Arrangements with Foreign-Owned Defense Contractors found that, according to intelligence sources, Country A conducts the most aggressive espionage operation against the United States of any U.S. ally. According to the Washington Times, 22 February of 96, the intelligence sources identify Country A as Israel. The report described an espionage operation run by the intelligence organization responsible for collecting scientific and technologic information for Israel paid a U.S. government employee to obtain U.S. classified military intelligence documents. The Jerusalem Post, in 30 August of 96, quoted the report, classified military information and sensitive military technologies are high-priority targets, for the intelligence agencies of this country. The Washington Report on Middle East Affairs, Sean L. Twing, April of 1996, noted that a reference to the 1985 arrest of Jonathan Pollard, a civilian U.S. Naval Intelligence analyst who provided Israel, LACOM, espionage agency, an estimated 800,000 pages of classified U.S. intelligence information. The GEO re report also noted that several citizens of Israel were caught in the United States stealing sensitive technologies used in manufacturing artillery gun tubes. 
An Office of Naval Intelligence document, Worldwide Challenges to Naval Strike Warfare, reported that U.S. technology has been acquired by China through Israel in the form of the Lavi fighter and possibly SAM surface-to-air missile technology. Jane's Defense Weekly, 28 February of 1996, noted that until now, the intelligence community has not openly confirmed the transfer of U.S. technology via Israel to China. The report noted that this represents a dramatic step forward for Chinese military aviation. Amshel Rothschild, at the age of 41, is strangled with a heavy cord of his own towel robe in his hotel room in Paris. The French Prime Minister orders the police, French police to close their investigation, and Rupert Murdoch, who is born of a Jewish mother and therefore a Jew by Ashkenazi standards, instructs his editors and news managers around the world to report it as a heart attack if they need to report it at all. On May 12th, United Nations Ambassador and Ashkenazi Jew Madeleine Albright appeared on the show 60 Minutes and was asked by the following, or asked the following by correspondent Leslie Stahl in reference to the years of United States-led economic sanctions against Iraq. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that is more children than died in Hiroshima. And you know, is the price worth it? To which Ambassador Albright replied, I think that is a very hard choice, but the price we think, the price is worth it. And let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of what we have seated. Oh, we have Hillary Clinton as the Secretary of State. These are very, very dark times for this country. Very dark times. getting close to the end of this presentation. Let me go to... Now, as far as Madeleine Halfbright goes, her comments caused no public outcry. In fact, the Holocaust of a half a million of Iraqi children is positively admired by the United States government when you consider that less than eight months later, President Clinton appointed Albright as Secretary of State. While appearing before the Senate committee who were considering her appointment, Albright is literally chomping at a bit for the blood of more Iraqi children, and she states, We will insist on maintaining tough U.N. sanctions against Iraq unless, the, unless and until that regime complies with relevant Security Council resolutions. In 1997, the New York Times reports on the 20th of February of 1997 that the Army mechanical engineer David A. Tenenbaum, an Ashkenazi Jew, had inadvertently given classified military information on missile systems and armored vehicles to Israeli officials. Inadvertently. The Washington Post reports that U.S. intelligence had intercepted a conversation in which two Israeli officers had discussed the possibility of getting a confidential letter that Warren Christopher, Secretary of State, had written to Palestinian, uh, Palestinian leader Yasser Arafat.
Attention RBN listeners, the freeze-dry guy, providing the finest in long-term storage food since 1970. Today, the U.S. military and the U.S. submarine service enjoy using these products extensively. In actual scientific tests, these foods typically maintain their high nutritional value in excess of 30 years. These foods are delicious tasting, hearty, light to carry, and easy to prepare under the most adverse conditions. Unfortunately, many people building a family food storage program, as well as many companies providing emergency feeding programs simply do not give you enough protein, especially animal protein. No other food satisfies like animal protein during stressful times. If you're a meat eater, you will definitely want our freeze-dried meats and entrees, but we do offer vegetarian items as well. Visit freezedryguide.com or call 866-404-FOOD, 866-404-3663. Freeze-Dry Guy, the best you can buy. With recent international flight from the dollar, it's confusing. How to protect your wealth against this invisible loss of purchasing power? Let the Republic Trading Group help you see through the fog and deception of the fiat money masters. The fact is gold is and always has been the only insurance against the erosion of your wealth. So put the power of gold to work for you and rest assured your purchasing power is secure. Buy your gold from the most dependable and reputable dealer, Republic Trading Group. Call today, 1-800-691-7898, and let Robbie Noel help you see through the fog. When you support the Republic Trading Group, you're also supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. So visit our new and improved website today, republictradinggroup.net, for daily news and information from around the world. Don't be confused. Call Republic Trading Group today, 1-800-691-7898, and lock in the power of gold. Hi, I'm Roger Mason, the inventor of Beta Prostate. Men, are you getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? Is your love life not what it used to be? Many men don't realize these issues are often related to their prostate health. Prostate problems start about age 40, and by 50, over half of men already have a prostate problem. This only gets worse. What can you do? See a doctor for checkups and take Beta Prostate. It is the well-researched natural formula that supports a healthy prostate, and it's made with pure beta cytosterol, 11 essential minerals plus vitamin D. This is the best-selling prostate formula in the world. It's safe, it's healthy, and what every man over 40 should take for good prostate nutrition. To try Beta Prostate risk-free, dial 1-800-362-5848. Call today for Beta Prostate and get Roger Mason's best-selling book free with your order. Dial 1-800-362-5848. That's 1-800-362-5848. One of the Israelis identified only as Dove had commented that they may get the letter from Mega, the code name for Israel's top agent inside the United States. U.S. Ambassador to Israel Martin Indyk complains privately to the Israeli government about heavy-handed surveillance by Israeli intelligence agents. Israel agents place a tap on Ashkenazi Jew and daughter of Rabbi Monica Lewinsky's phone at the Watergate and record phone sex sessions between her and President Clinton. Ken Starr reports confirm there that Clinton warned Lewinsky that their conversations were being tapped and ended the affair. Interestingly, at the, the same time the FBI's hunt for Mega 
is called off. On October 29, Edmund D. Rothschild dies in Geneva. Interestingly, on the exact same day, Anton Sandor LeVay, the founder of the Church of Satan, also dies. LeVay had stated in his book, Satan Speaks, in relation to the Protocols of Zion, the first time I read the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, my instinctive reaction was, so what's wrong with that? Isn't that the way any master plan should work? Doesn't the public deserve, nay, demand such depotism. Kofi Annan becomes Secretary General to the United Nations. He is married to Nain Langergren, a Rothschild who he wed in 1984. In 1998, the European Central Bank is set up in Frankfurt, the city from which the Rothschilds originate. In 2000, George W. Bush is elected, so they tell me, President of the United States. Bush and his family claim to be descendants of the house of Plantagenet, which is descended from the royal house of Judah. In 2001, on September 11th, the attack on the World Trade Center is orchestrated by Israel with the complicity of Britain and America under the orders of the Rothschilds as a pretext for removing the liberty of people worldwide in exchange for security, just as happened with the Reichstag fire in Germany where the citizens were lied to in an order to give up liberty for their security. They also will use the attacks to gain control of a few nations in the world who don't allow Rothschild central banks, and so less than one month after these attacks, U.S. forces attack Afghanistan, one of only seven nations in the world who don't have a Rothschild-controlled central bank. Less than one week before the 9-11 attack on September 5th, the so-called lead hijacker, Muhammad Allah, is and several other rather hijackers made a still unexplained visit on board of uh, one of pro-Israel's lobbyist Ashkenazi Jew Jack Abrahoff's casino boat. No investigation is undertook as to what they were doing there. It is discovered that the U.S. drug agents' communications had been penetrated. Suspicion falls on two companies, Amdocs and Converse Infosys, both owned by the Israelis. Amdocs generates billing data for most U.S. phone companies and is able to provide detailed logs of who is talking to whom. Converse Infosys builds the tapping equipment used by law enforcement to eavesdrop on all American telephone calls. But suspicion forms that Converse Infosys, which gets half of its research and development budget from the Israeli government, has built a back door into the system that is being exploited by Israeli intelligence. And that information gleaned on U.S. drug interdiction, efforts is finding its way to drug smugglers. We will continue with this on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you being here today. What I've been doing in this series of programming is spelling out who the New World Orderites are, who their many legions of accomplices are, because if we are to fight in this country, we need not fight each other. We need to get rid of the despots that set this whole thing up, as well as a worldwide hunt for the despots themselves. We'll see you Monday. With recent